0: Reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look, delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company,
1: Golden, Colorado. Lane Bryant James, <laughs> small forward. <laughs> Lane Bryant, <laughs> Lane you guys don't. Brian fuck with James. Lane Bryant James. So you put those on, be, you can make sure I, I. feel like
0: that's good. That
2: that's should some, be um, someone's Slack name. I think.
1: Lame Bryant James. Everyone's feeling, yeah. <laughs> With authority. <laughs> That's
2: a pretty good Kevin
0: Harlan.
3: <laughs> He's so Kinda good love. doing uh, NFL games on the radio, Great. too. Great. I love it. Also love because it. he gives so much to the ad reads. He really and, does. And they're just spots. It's all like insurance companies and Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> Hell yeah. But he did some read for Pepto-Bismol that was like, <laughs> Delivering the symptoms of upset <laughs> stomach <laughs> and
1: Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, hell yeah, I need some Pepto. Let's I go, wish I man. had to shit my pants right <laughs> now. <Love it. laughs> Fuck. Why don't I have to shit my pants right now? Okay, I guess we'll start the show, huh? Yep. <music> Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Airbuds podcast day podcast i'm jamel foreign national jamel
0: johnson (laughs) i am uh native national peter moses i'm permanent resident
1: uh mike bennett (laughs) (laughs) happy basketball to you two fucking sweethearts happy basketballs thank you wait do we have a guest today uh, we do have a guest. Let's bring, should we bring him in and then do the business? No, business first. Business
4: first.
2: Uh, I mean, the guests, I'm always like, the guests can talk. If you're wondering, is this one of those podcasts where you have to sit there in silence? No, you can talk. Okay, good, because I was I would have sat there in silence <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> yeah. But let's do some business up top. All right, guys. We got a bunch of new five-star ratings this week, which thank you for going to Apple Podcasts and clicking that button. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nobody left a written review. A reminder, thank God. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, if, <laughs> no. you wanna, if you want us to read whatever you write, you got to write something. And you should go listen to last week's episode with Georgia Brooks uh, to to hear the kind of shit we're willing to read. We'll <laughs> we're willing to anything. read it, yeah.
0: yeah. We had a four-minute conversation about who fucks better between you two. Yeah.
1: And uh, it's still not resolved. I feel, no. like we all, we, I feel like we all agreed it was Mike. Come on, son. No. Uh, no. No. I don't accept that. I'm willing, to, I'm
2: willing to let Jamel take this one until he and i have it out in a bedroom alone to, to really yeah. decide who and then we better. and then we
0: put it on the patreon
1: yeah that's for sure on the page we're starting at OnlyFans for that uh-huh. there you
2: go i already have like six videos on our Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Really? laughs> son
1: you ain't clear that shit we gotta we gotta play that fucking basketball game too yeah we that's will facts. be playing a
2: basketball game where uh every time i score a point jamel will be taking a dab
1: uh, uh, Sean, think about it. So so if this I, is incredible. He's going to die. A Game to 11, ones and twos. <laughs> so Every time I get scored on, I have to take a dab. <laughs> but it's a die. baby dab. I'm not taking one of them fucking Instagram right, right, right. live dabs. I do not want to be responsible for your death. You are so. going to be. <laughs> if he scores five on me, I might die. Yes.
3: Uh, I. This is a little morbid, but I have a cousin that has uh, like a very dab-heavy Instagram account. Yeah. A lot of it is just videos of him doing dabs, uh, and then his father died unexpectedly. Oh, yeah. oh shit! And the transition was real weird because oh, he was still like dropping in the dabbing, like he not <laughs> give it, it like up. A <laughs> ch- a but Parasol, it would just be like photos. regular yeah. inspirational post of like, "I'm gonna restore your car, dad, and I'm gonna make you f- proud of me." And then the next day, it's like, "All right, guys,
1: <laughs> we're ripping some. I got a little, Yeah, look at these turns." <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>.
4: <laughs> Hacking Love your you, actual Dad. guts up. Oh wait,
1: can, did I ever tell y'all about the dude I saw take a dab and he threw his back out? <laughs> Let's get through this
2: business real Yeah, quick. wait, hold on. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, if, you want us, uh, if you want to go and leave us a five-star review uh, and write something, we will read it. We appreciate that. It helps us out. We don't know why or how, but it does. Yay! Uh, and then you'll be hearing this a ton from us over the next month uh, from all social media platforms, but, of course, we are putting on a live show uh, on Thursday, February 13th at The Virgil. The Earbuds present Podstar Weekend. Yes. It's going to be an all-star celebration of NBA podcasts with all your favorites, guys. Like who?
0: Like maybe you, the guests we have on today? That's what I, That was my transition. Okay, I'm not you even going to spoil it. We're on the same page. Let's do it. <laughs> we got Dunk Townies. <laughs> yeah. We got Jason Concepcionis. Yeah. Emmy um, Award of, winner. Uh, the Ringer and NBA Desktop. Joey Dosick from Wolfpack and the Michael McDonald Basketball McPodcast. Um, we've got, we got Super flagrant Hoopers, ones. Yeah. Flagrant Ones, Horse Hoops.
4: And, of course, we got Langston
0: Kerman, Nitz Bluff, some more special guests. And... We got... Uh, one of our guests today is, uh, or I guess
2: our only guest today, will also be on that. He is a comedian and a writer. He comes covers ba- basketball for Yardbarker.com, and he's one half of the very excellent uh, Roundball Rock podcast, who will also be at Podstar Weekend. Please welcome Sean King.
3: Hey, thanks, guys. Pod welcome Podstar Pod yeah. Star
1: Weekend starters. Yeah, I heard,
3: Rock. I heard Spotify was gonna buy Podstar Weekend. Is that rumored? If sure? you yeah. don't yeah. think that's a goal, then yeah. you are yeah. sorely mistaken. They put mistaken. a bit in. Yeah.
1: They put a little bit in. They That's hit nice. me up. I didn't tell the dudes yet. but yeah. it's fine. Okay, I didn't want y'all to find out like this, but yeah, we we got a deal on the table. Hey, this Listen. is
2: like Spotify trying to acquire our like anything from us is like the Michael Scott paper company.
1: Yeah, we're just charging half. We don't know what the margins are. Who gives a shit?
0: Listen, no pressure, but if Podstar Weekend goes well, we will see you all next year at the Oscars. Hell yeah. Real shit.
1: We're trying to win an Oscar, because fuck Kobe. We're coming for ours. Mm-hmm. We're racing. It's like, remember when Kobe was chasing Shaq? Yeah. We're chasing Kobe Yeah. for Oscars. I like that. And we're trying to go to Salt Lake City. We got to yeah, no. go to Salt Lake City. We're trying to be the first people to smoke weed in Salt Lake City. On Podstar Weekend 2,
3: 2021. Wait, yeah. smoking? you I think I've smoked weed in Salt Lake City. Oh, what? Sorry. You will be the admits? second or third person. I mean, like, yeah. shamefully in a car, <laughs> yeah. like, no, hiding from God and like, the authorities. I'm talking proudly. Yeah, like, no, you got to, it's like a public display. Yeah. I wonder how close you could do it to the temple. Mm. I got kicked out of my tour feet. of the Mormon temple, but. You did? Yeah, but that was because we had fake media credentials because we wanted the nice
0: tour. What was this trip you went okay, on? Okay, hold on. How did they figure out during the tr- tour that you had fake media? They are,
3: they are like, on it. Well, so I went to the Olympics in 2002. Nice. And uh, my friend actually did uh, take pictures for a college paper and do graphic stuff. And one of his graphic design projects was uh, – fake media badges for me and other people. And apparently they looked into whether I was an accredited member of the media of the Daily Californian. But
2: was it because you had just been smoking weed in your car? No, I mean, it was... <laughs> they were like, hey,
3: get out of here. But we basically got to the whole tour and then they asked us to leave. Mm. So,
0: What was the best part of the tour?
3: Uh, it's pretty high-tech, actually. There's a lot of uh, very they use a lot of kind of planetarium technology to represent um like I don't know, it's just a lot of showmanship that I wouldn't have
0: expected did you get to the weird like dunking tanks or stuff like that you no that there was a there was a
3: planetarium like thing about Jesus and there's a lot of sort of like it's more like there's areas that you need to be at a certain level to sure. see
0: and witness but there wasn't anything that was it too did. weird. It was just weird that we had so much supervision. It's definitely business casual Scientology. Yeah. Like.
3: Well, and we had we had a guide and then a married couple also guiding us, and our
0: tour was just two people. So it was, it was <laughs> so
2: weird that we were guys outnumbered. The tour guys outnumbered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh. <laughs> so they. So really, when when they kicked you out, they just stopped the tour. They
4: yeah, were like, yeah, you yeah. That guys was are it. Tough. They just they just went. <laughs> they took a
0: break. <laughs> Also,
3: Salt Lake City is the only place that had um, all-white ticket scalpers and an all-white staff at a Mexican restaurant.
2: Wow. So that was kind of amazing. Um, Sounds adorable. I think Scientology is business casual Mormonism.
0: Well, I feel like it's more... I feel like Mormonism is not as um, hurtful to people's lives. No, it is.
1: Yeah, they got some weird stuff going on over there.
0: But you think that... Like,
2: like we'll see- talk about it. We'll talk about it off air. Mormonism okay. is uh, yeah. has got quite a few issues. It's yeah. very similar to Scientology more than you think. Yeah. I think Scientology is business casual though because like, you don't really have to go to church on Sundays.
1: Okay. Oh, so that's the cash. That's the yeah. dockers element. It's
2: more like we just kind of hang out and you touch these cans every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. but also <laughs> they have like super slaves and. Like, uh, let's wh- talk about Mormonism later. <laughs> Which one is- makes
1: you jerk off in a butterfly net?
2: I think that's both of them. Yeah, it's both. Yeah.
1: My Venn diagrams look, look crazy.
3: <laughs> I mean, is Jabari Parker the only Mormon in the NBA? Well, Whoa.
1: Really? I Maybe. I just
2: assume that, like, the, that like, all the Plumleys are. Um, yeah. but One he, of the Plumleys Dan is. Danny Ainge for sure. Yeah. Ju-
1: Judd Bushler, inactive, has to be a Mormon. And I also
2: realize yeah. you're not allowed to have that chin. Without. Yeah, for sure. I just associate John Stockton with being Mormon, and then I have to like stop to be like... He no. just was in Utah for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. He's not yeah. a, a Mormon. No, yeah. he
1: li- he listens to fucking soul music and fucks black chicks, dude. It's He's only,
0: <laughs> most recently, Jabari Parker, Jimmer Fredette, Sean Bradley. Oh, right. Jimmer Fredette. Danny A. Jimmer.
1: The sad... What is his name? The sad warrior god? What do they call him Is that him what they there? call him in China? Something. The sad warrior no, god? The I lonely, sad... Hooper nigga? <laughs>
0: yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah, Mandarin,
1: that's, exactly that's it. What Candies, they call that's what they yeah. call it. Yeah, that's the, a the the direct Ooper translation.
2: Artwork, yeah. uh, Sean, you recently wrote an article for Yardbarker.com. Yes. Uh, that my favorite team, yes. the 1776ers, uh, would, would be, <laughs> be better, better, uh, better off getting rid of their all-star center, Joel Embiid. Oh,
1: my God. You're the anti-Embiid? Uh, oh, no.
2: I just want to talk about it, because I'm oh, yeah, intrigued. Yeah, yeah. I want to subscribe to your newsletter. I'm oh, intrigued.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean... It's obviously a little preemptive for any of that to happen, but given that it feels like they are they were making moves almost in anticipation of doing that. Like, it's really Horford weird that they have Al Horford yeah. signed to a four-year deal with Joel Embiid on the team. Like, it's... Now, it might just be a combination of who they could get and stuff like that, but uh, I kind of think the... Simmons' offense makes a lot more sense than the Embiid offense.
2: Well, neither makes sense <laughs> generally, and they definitely don't make sense together. Yeah, and okay, so here's why. I since they got boned by the the Colangelo uh, family, and then yes. Elton Brand came. Like, there's just been a weird strategy of like collecting players that are all power forwards and centers, basically. Yeah, yeah. and I don't understand what the team is. I feel like we've lost our way. I, I hate saying we because I'm not part of the team. No, but that's you how are. I you feel are as, as a fan base. Come so on, man. We're You're watching the them lose our way, and uh, and yeah. So I'm just like I kind of like they're the hardest to watch. Good team in the league. I think. Right, right. And occasionally they beat good teams by 25 points too and then occasionally they struggle to beat the knicks by three last night yeah (laughs) yeah
0: score 90 points 90
1: 87 see that result makes me think is it is it Embiid's fault or is it just this team as a whole is it the team philosophy is it everything around them that makes them inconsistent or is it Embiid's presence
3: well, yeah. I also have a question for you. You probably follow the team closer, but it feels like a lot of the uh, kind of behind the scenes dissension tends to come from stuff Embiid is complaining about, or like teammates he's kind of ripping.
2: See, Just, okay,
3: he, he was kind of like he was kind of rough on Simmons
2: for not taking shots, and but so was the entire team. So was the coach. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
3: like, yeah, yeah. That's true.
0: Uh, but also, Brett shouldn't Brown... he take shots? isn't for basketball shouldn't we shoot the
3: ball it sh- it just seems like when they've when there's been players complaining and stuff behind the scenes it seems like it has been very imbeed centric right
2: but i'm just like if peter or jamel is like wearing an ugly jacket hey now yeah. and i'm like no you guys man. both have great yeah, jackets damn, today but i'm just dog, saying i got this shit from burlington <laughs> if i'm like <laughs> if i am just like hey man like that's a pretty stupid jacket. You've got a better jacket. Maybe you should try right, it on that right. jacket. Am I being an asshole for, like, telling them that? Like- well, yeah,
3: and your fashion coach is like, please, my goal for you is that every day you don't wear this
2: jacket. And then Ben Simmons is like, you know what? I love I'm going to wear guys. this every single day. I'm doubling down on the jacket. Yeah. That, But I – so uh, – I don't know. I like if the entire world is talking about Ben Simmons needs to shoot. Ben Simmons needs to shoot, and then Joel Embiid and Brett Brown occasionally are like, it would be great if he could shoot more. Like, is that ripping him?
3: I I mean, I guess not. It just feels like it. just feels like a lot of the the complaints that come out are people actually complaining about Embiid doing stuff. But I, it's, look, I mean, he's an amazing. Like, I love watching him and everything. I just I just don't know if he. Joel Embiid's centered offense, or
2: centered team. It can't be centered around it because he's not incredibly durable. Uh, he he is spectacular some nights, and then, yeah. like, MIA other nights. Uh, and also, like, we can't just try to force this, like, 2005-style offense right. into a league that has moved beyond it. I understand trying to, like, counter things, but it isn't the right counter to, like, go back to a – Center-based low post offense in the league right now. Purely and from a longevity, changed a lot of the rules for defense. Just yeah. from like
0: a longevity standpoint, even though they've gone full anti-process and it's like we have to do this all for right now, just you know, despite of everything that's happening, the odds of you having one of those players just on the court for the next ten years, it has to be Ben Simmons. Like, right? Other than re- his
2: first year, he has been incredibly durable yeah. and and and. You know, it hasn't missed a lot of time, uh, and he probably could have come back that rookie year, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay, but why? Why push it? They were trying to bomb more. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm kind of with you in a way. Like I love Embiid with all <laughs> my heart, but I'm wow. like, wow, Ben it's Simmons efficient. has, wow. I think, the higher ceiling in the league today. It's if, fucking official. Wow, has he? This is a monumental shift. I feel like this is big. I'm just like, if Ben, Proud of you, Mike. He, he hasn't developed a jump shot, and who knows if he ever will. But if he did, he would be a top five player automatically. But he's not. (laughs) He needs to not work out with
3: Magic Johnson. He needs to figure out a way to spend like a week with Draymond Green. You know, another guy who doesn't really have a jump shot. Doesn't really have a jump shot? But, I mean, I mean it's like, is it the ugliest it. three in the league? <laughs> you know, who, I don't remember who said he shoots like he's wearing a heavy backpack. Yeah. But, from, uh, yeah.
2: No, it does. Someone, like, Photoshopped a backpack on him in one photo, and I was like, yep, it fits, but, right, it fits right on there. He's, he's
3: the NBA player who most seems like he's shooting from, he has one specific Showtime-style hot spot. Mm-hmm. That if he can just get that slightly off center, top of the arc, he's great. Every other three, he might as well just be lobbing mortars at the rim.
1: I get it, man. I can't. I can relate to Draymond. How God. much
0: money has Draymond lost this year? Do you think?
3: lost. Uh, none. He's he signed a he's signed for like four more years. Oh, they he, signed it. They signed him to an extension this summer. Oh, that's what it was. So it was like four uh,
0: for a hundred or something like that. I still was thinking that he was he was due up this year. Well good yeah. for him. Even yeah, though, getting his even money and checking the missing, fuck out.
1: He's literally missing an elbow. They still gave him that dough.
3: <laughs> he's uh he feels like he's been resting during games that he's playing yeah no that's for year. sure <laughs> on offense Where, and defense yeah and it's like if the game is on TV he'll kind of bring it or if he really hates someone on the other team <laughs> yeah but otherwise he's just been trying to draymond up the young guys, basically. What he, it, in it, the
1: hell?
0: It feels like he does he's like someone who's trying to like look for a slow moving car that he can jump in front of and like oh, just yeah, check yeah, out yeah. with everyone else. <laughs> Roll up on a taxi and be like, All right, I'm done for the
3: rest of the year. I'll yeah. see you guys uh twenty twenty one. I think also that that Clay Thompson's finally hanging around the team has helped everyone's sort of mental health. health 'cause Truman was just so
2: mad the first yeah. beginning yeah. of the year
1: you need you need clay energy in times like this yeah just Sean, like fuck it dude we getting paid right yeah
2: you're a bay area native right a warriors yeah. fan in case listeners don't know uh how did it make you feel seeing that clay thompson has now started dressing in full warriors gear uh full uniform and just sitting on the sidelines like three hours before games start
3: it's He's such a weirdo and it's so wonderful but also He's like cosplaying it, for his he's own job. He's Well, the weird playing <laughs> <laughs> pretend. It's the weird so thing, fun. Yeah, there is a guy who goes to Warriors. I don't think he's doing it this year cuz I, oh, yeah, yeah. I know exactly I don't see him, him as like about. a sweet guy. But the guy who kind of looks like Clay Thompson and wears a full Warriors uniform, but now that's actually Clay. Clay should just sit uh, next to him. Clay Clay's should like bring writing him.
0: Clay Thompson fan fiction.
4: He's taking right? money <laughs> out of a <laughs> Clay, of Clay should,
0: should get that dude of, like, a courtside seat, and uh-huh. they should sit opposite the team bench together yeah. in the warm-ups. And he's just mirroring him. This, yeah. is like,
2: and this is like us. This is the movie Us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he he has it tethered <laughs> across the court.
3: Yeah. Clay, Clay seems like he's having the best time anyone's ever had during ACL rehab. Uh, yeah. So the weirdest thing was about a month ago he was on there were some pictures of him on some like real nice romantic hike with Spider Man's girlfriend. Ow. And uh the photo credit is is credited to Andre Because <laughs>
2: apparently they're going on like group dates together.
1: What I don't the fuck,
2: dude. Andre Iguodala... It just
1: He's, he's like found he, a
2: way to work remotely in the
0: NBA. No, he, <laughs> that, he's, just, he's, dude, he's, he's living the life of again. a guy who like sold his startup to Apple, and yeah. it's just like hiking, golfing, eating at nice restaurants, hanging out with his friends. It is. It's. It's. It's interesting as a
3: Warriors fan because I kept thinking, well, this is the year it's going to crash. Like they're going to be, you know, the, things might not break right. Maybe Clay will come back at the end of the year. Could be the seventh seed, but. Everybody getting hurt at the same time almost makes it... It feels unfair that there wasn't as much... It just feels like not the comeuppance year that was supposed to happen. Yeah. Because it's they're so bad that it's not even interesting to talk about them, and it's not even any kind of satisfying...
1: It seems like they opt out of losing a bunch of close games. Oh, absolutely. Like, the writing was on the wall, like, we'll lose a bunch of close games to Denver... And it's gonna look kinda dumb and I'm gonna hate it, so let me just be hurt now.
3: Yeah. Draymond's injury I I had less belief in. D'Angelo Russell keeps getting really hurt, but a lot of the guys I'm kinda like What is wrong with Kavon Looney exactly? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) He just can't pass his fucking reading aptitude test. Yeah, it'll be interesting. (laughs) That's what he's up to. I mean,
0: I think it's fair to say I mean, how old is Steph now? Thirty two? Yeah, I think he turned thirty-one. Yeah, and, thirty-one. And Clay's 32. still not thirty yet, right? Clay's like, I feel like Clay—he's twenty-nine. It, it feels like when they all get back together next year with whatever top draft pick they're going to have. Uh-huh. I know that I am Steph Hater number one, but yeah. it does really feel like it's going to be kind of Clay's, like Clay in his prime, and everyone else. Like it's kind of bringing the band back together, for like running it for a couple more years. But, so yeah. Ocean's thirteen.
1: What are they going to look like when Embiid shows up? Yeah. Who can actually get Embiid? I mean, I still think you got to keep him and fucking figure out how to deal Horford. Well, there's, but...
3: there should be – I mean, I want to be clear. I don't think there's any urgency to doing this because – I mean, it's weird just because they feel like they can beat any team in the league on any night too. And they can. They yeah.
2: literally <laughs> can. It's just like it – just... it depends on if they decide they want to. I yeah in some
3: ways the last two years have just been so strange in terms of them shifting to such an extreme win now philosophy hmm. where where it was just it just seemed like they were it felt like a um okay it felt like when teams in the 90s only had 3 year deals for their first round picks mm-hmm. and they changed the rules after the 99 lockout but for a while in the early 2000s, teams were still uh, really, like... Well, like the Cavs did it with LeBron, where, where suddenly they had LeBron and they were so paranoid about making it work that they were just trading future first-round picks right away. It and was the Larry Hughes. Yeah. It, was,
0: it was just, like, all of this, like, we have to prove to him that we're doing everything we can right away. Yeah. In some ways, that, like, set LeBron's mindset. For the future, because I feel like any team he goes to eventually trades away all of its picks. It's also, I mean, it is interesting in his mindset of, like, I know GM LeBron doesn't get as much, like, made fun of anymore, Uh but they did, like, he has always been in this, like, I don't give a shit about the owners or the organization. (laughs) I'm, like, I'm trying to get to the finals every year, and if we're playing with a different deck the next year, so be it, but I'm still fucking... (laughs) LeBron goddamn James, so I think you're right. Maybe there is something where he saw... Also, like, why wouldn't you, him and Rich Paul do it instead of fucking Danny Ferry? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, and you look at, from his perspective, they make all these
3: sort of short-sighted moves. They they whiff on a couple draft picks, and they still go to the finals this fourth year. Yeah. So, yeah, there probably is a sense of, well, every, I could go to the finals every year, so why is there any development here?
0: You know, I I think the thing that pisses me off about Durant going to the Warriors, other than I hate the Warriors and Durant, is there. I can't think of another team that was so organically put together by Jerry West in that way that, like, really, like, you saw their growth over almost four or five years. Uh-huh. And it feels... Like, maybe Memphis is kind of set up for that right now, but I Mm -hmm. can't think of another team that comes to mind that had that kind of amazing, you know, developing of these core players who actually all turned out to be fucking incredible. Unless I'm, like, missing... I can't think of, like, who, like, they drafted, they sucked, they lost to the Clippers, and then all Uh of a sudden they just popped the fuck off. And so kind of... I think that was a little bit of the bummer of them getting so top-heavy and becoming... You know, hated by everyone, including me, is like it kind of ruined this thing that like every team is always aspiring to. That's the whole point of the draft is to have this kind of model, uh-huh. and they actually did it. And I can't think of another. Is there another example of a team that has act? I mean, I guess that's what the process was trying to be. Maybe the, the maybe, that, maybe like... OKC with Durant, Harden, and Westbrook. But that's yeah. two examples in the last twenty years. Yeah, and they, and they trade traded, Harden. And, yeah.
3: Well, after his third year I think
0: yeah yeah
2: they went to the finals yeah. yeah I think the difference though is that like with the Warriors they didn't have ever like a big showy number one draft pick like I think getting Embiid and Simmons like puts a lot of pressure on the Sixers to fucking put it together quickly mm-hmm. whereas like in the vein of LeBron was what, where it's 16, like we gotta go was Steph like what, what pick was he
3: Steph was like the seven, eight. The guy, it's Barnes is the seventh pick. I think Curry is the seventh pick.
0: And Minnesota picked...
3: Clay the eleventh pick. Yeah, and Minnesota, Minnesota picked takes two. Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn and Johnny Flynn before,
2: yeah. Johnny
1: fucking yeah. Flynn. Yeah.
2: Wow. But like they, they, the Warriors kind of like got to develop without this spotlight and pressure on them the same way the Sixers had like this fucking great pressure with like this like the next Shaquille O'Neal and like Ben Simmons being what he was and then all the injuries there was just like a lot of media pressure on it whereas I feel like the Warriors were kind of like they knew what they had and they were like working in the lab
3: yeah yeah and I think there was also some kind of weird benefit to having kind of a like like the worst possible like the least talented possible All Star in David Lee, like that's a perfect <laughs> oh, yeah. veteran for a young team who's, you know, he's just the the ceiling's low, but the floor is kind of high, and that was sort of a useful guy to have, I think, when they were feeling their way, like just a guy who's r- really happy that he made that one All Star team. Do you
0: <laughs> do you think they'll, if you had to bet, do you think they'd get they they get one more?
3: Oh, the Warriors. Yeah. With core. I mean core. It, it is so up in the air. I'm sure they're gonna be making some crazy swing for the fences. Sure. I kind of it, it's strange because they're they seem like they're set up to try to use the Iguodala trade exemption and spend a lot of money. But I would be kind of intrigued, having watched a lot of D'Angelo Russell now, just to see what it looks like if you put all three of those guys together, and just try to outscore everybody. Yeah, There's like also six an,
0: games of that at the beginning of the season,
4: right? Yeah. There's also oh, him and
0: stuff at least undeniable. There was this undeniable energy when KD went out last year in uh-huh. the playoffs, and they all looked at each other and were like, "We're back, baby." Oh yeah, it was, let's it go. Was,
3: I mean, that Portland series. It's weird because I'm so used to my, you know I was a Warrior fan forever, so it's it still was very felt very weird. Being a favorite ever, and then yeah, that Portland series when it was like, oh, we gotta, we gotta get something from uh, from Quinn Cook in this game, or we're dead. Like we're really gonna need <laughs> Jonas Jerebko to give twelve good minutes <laughs> off the bench, because uh, with Durant, it just felt like you have a cheat code where you can play incredible defense against him, and then he just hits a fallaway eighteen footer, yeah, every single matter. time. Um. Yeah. Uh. So it it does feel like I mean, just seeing the te- how the team operates, it seems like they're probably tampering with somebody and have been tampering <laughs> yeah. with them for a while, and they have some elaborate plan. I guess the Russell thing kind of came out of nowhere for everybody, but I guess the team knew they wanted him.
1: I mean, hey, they're the best at tampering right now. Yeah, top he, tampering.
3: He, I mean, my favorite thing about the D'Angelo Russell thing is that he agreed to go to the Warriors and then took, uh, like, a helicopter tour with the Timberwolves.
1: <laughs> and we're, the news broke. Poor Timberwolves. Yeah,
3: and then the news broke while they were on the helicopter. That's so fucking awesome. And they, <laughs> and they, and they had like, to just be like, hey, yeah. Uh, can, we, can we land, just, please? Is this right? Did you <laughs> sign with the Warriors? And he had to say, yeah, I, like, I
1: what? did. what? What? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fun. I would have, like, you know. Yeah. D could've that changes the wolves. I feel bad for the wolves. Yeah.
2: Do you Art- think he really love loves helicopters that much? Or was he just afraid to cancel the appointment? I think he was be afraid. afraid to cancel
3: the appointment for sure. I, yeah.
0: Yeah. I also I'm not convinced that you like the warriors are good at tampering are gonna get someone actually... like Like not like like like, it feels like it it does feel like it's very like Silicon Valley related arrogance of
1: like well yeah we'll just
0: do this listen listen, shut up Peter what are you talking about no
1: don't do that anti Warriors thing they got Durant to come they got fucking D'Lo to come nobody knew they're the best at tampering and they're gonna get somebody they're gonna get whoever they want I don't know who it's gonna be
3: that they've been tampering with but no way but they. Like, They're getting somebody. Steph and Andre started recruiting each other in 2010. They or got dollar like to come
1: off the bench at his best. Yeah, this is premium tampering, I also and it has been for years. David Lee, right now,
3: they they had a big unmovable contract that they were able Son. to get rid of. Now he, just, he has a job as an investment banker somehow. Yeah, Wait, David really? Lee.
1: Yeah, he's for no reason. That makes sense. He,
3: that, yeah. <laughs> again, it's there. There are going to be some secret things. I'm sure that Kevin Durant, you know, secretly got all his apps. He's funding. It's like, why did he become an entrepreneur like that? Well, because he was working with a venture capitalist, <laughs> David Lee, VP of Farts had these at I, Facebook. I, all these ideas for circumventing <laughs> the salary cap. Joe Langham's like, I can't give you any more money, Kevin, but. You but, are gonna get uh, yeah, yeah. a Series of... B for this. Yeah. 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 this pizza tracking app. That
4: you're, <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's,
0: that's what LeBron needs to do. He needs to divest Blaze to get more free agents.
3: Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah, just just stock. I feel like LeBron is a
2: little bit behind the times. Like he would just like offer like a Blaze franchise in like Cincinnati <laughs> or whatever. I'll tell you what, Shaq would take that. I would immediately take. How many yeah.
3: how many Papa John's franchises did Shaq get for free because the oh. because Papa John was
0: racist? <laughs> All of them. Yeah. Shaq is Papa John now.
3: He's <laughs> on the board. I think they gave him thirty Papa Johns. Yeah.
1: He's g- and then he just was like cool. Like, they gave him season. they gave him every Papa John's that has bulletproof glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here you go. <laughs> Everything everything uh, east of MLK Boulevard yes. in every city is yours.
0: <laughs> Only the Papa John where it has the bank teller like by the cashier. Yeah, son. You know. <laughs> but anyway, the
3: best part of this Warrior season has been Joey Devine texting me out-of-context things when I'm not even watching. They're down <laughs> 25 points, and he's, and he just will text me something like, You know, I think Amari Spellman can play, (laughs) (laughs) and and I get convinced because it's like the old days when we're speculating about whether the number forty-two pick. Yeah, welcome back to to real fandom, bro. Let's go. Yeah, here we go. Like, I'm gonna suck, man. Scout
2: the G League, like. And then you go look at Spellman's box score, and he's yeah. like two for seven. <laughs> two for seven. And it's like, but two is a start. You look at yeah. Spellman, run. You just you're like, are we sure? Are yeah, we I'm
3: sure? like, Oh, he could be like a Victor Alexander type. <laughs> just, and I'm not comparing him ever to good Warriors. It's
2: guys that had like a good week yeah. under Eric Musselman.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, guys, I think we need to move on to a, a very important topic. Um, there are rumors. They're swirling out there. Uh, Spotify is in, quote, early talks to buy the sports guy himself's website, TheRinger.com. What are they going to do with that? I don't know. What do we- Fire all the writers.
3: <laughs> are they
1: going to make Joe Budden just Bill Simmons? Can we sub in Joe Budden for Bill Simmons? I, would, I mean, look, is
2: Joe Budden the Bill Simmons of the hip-hop world? I think so. Is he that a might great be yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fantastic, actually. Wow. That might work. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess Spotify is
1: yeah. trying
2: to move into sports podcasting. The Ringer obviously uh, has a very robust sports podcasting empire. Uh, yeah, which, it seems like it makes, it it makes sense. Like it seems very successful. I don't know anything
3: about the economics of the regular website. It seems like they do...
0: I mean, the podcast, it says, makes... The podcast make $15 million a year. And the way that writing on the internet goes, yeah. I imagine it's less. For yeah, I gotta
3: say it's less. It seems like they probably do a fair amount of sort of, like, sponsored content. Uh, unless there was really an appetite for 200 articles about A stars Born <laughs> last year organically. I think they might have some relationships with... Uh, Maybe, maybe the entertainment industry. They but, definitely uh,
2: have. This year's A Star is Born for the Ringer is 1917. Uh, oh, okay. If you look at their website, every person involved that works there, all 140 people or whatever, uh, like uniformly think it's the greatest movie that ever happened. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Personally, I need this to happen so I can um, play Bill Simmons' quotes in my DJ Pro app. Oh, is nice. that is that connected to your to it's Spotify? To Spotify, Spotify, so I can just like start dropping in, like you know what you can do.
2: Bill Simmons' son, who uh, is a rapper with the rap name uh, Melatonin, that's right. He, okay, he raps the <laughs> theme song to the Book of Basketball podcast. Yeah, his his partner is named Tic Tac. <laughs> oh my God, these are
1: real guys. These are eleven-year-old B- Bill
3: Simmons' son, whose name is I don't know Ben Mel- Simmons.
0: Melatonin. His name is oh, Ben name Simmons. Is ben yeah. Simmons yeah. So
2: that's right. Um, Growing
0: up on the mean streets of Larchmont, I uh,
2: yeah I, I I had not I'd resisted listening to the book of basketball podcast because it's it's a podcast not a book number one, and I'm a stickler <laughs> for that. Uh, Check out this Airbuds VHS every <laughs> Monday, <laughs> but uh, you know it's Bill Simmons and I, I I have such a you know I don't. Enjoy him that much, but Shay Serrano's on who I do enjoy, and Uh I decided to listen. So I I went and and he's kind of the opposite of
0: the Bill Belichick coaching tree. Pardon the football analysis because Uh the Belichick coaching tree is actually total trash from anyone who's ever done it. And I feel like all of his disciples and everyone that we've either had relationships with, or friendly with, or admire on The Ringer it's like everything that he's done on The Ringer and all of those podcasts. Are fucking usually ten out of ten home run great like oh, yeah. real I ass mean, people. So it is weird that it's like, I mean, I guess that I don't know. Is that just what happens when you become like the boss boss and you're selling the company for hundred million dollars? But I mean, I think that is probably why maybe there was some internal uh makes that makes anger that anger about the union. I was about to the say Rangers. the union yeah. vibe definitely kind of falls into place now. It's like, oh, you're gonna sell off. All of our work. Yeah. Did and, we ever talk dip?
2: about Nephew Kyle's uh, anti-union, union, anti-union track? track. <laughs> what is up with Bill Simmons' uh, young relatives <laughs> fucking being wannabe
0: rappers? Listen, that's that's the Boston in all of them, you know?
2: That's yeah, it true. is the
1: natural progression. Yeah. I'm here for it.
0: I don't know. I, I threw mean, my I have phone, Spotify, by the when I
2: first heard his son rapping that theme song. I literally threw my phone, like, across the room
0: onto the bed. I can't. I I can't. I, the Book of Basketball, for me, was a thing that I really enjoyed at a time in my oh, life. Oh, I love when it book, was, yeah. It was, like, really sweet and, like, enjoyable. And I that's when I really – that was it. That was, like, peak Bill Simmons vibe and, like, talking about The Wire and, yeah. you know, with, like – now I feel like sometimes when I when I listen to him, he feels like South Park making fun of Family Guy, or like they're just pushing the balls into the joke thing. Oh, yeah. I'm like, are you talking about Beverly Hills 90210 again? For real? Like what? What does this have to do with the Houston Astros? Like what are we talking about here? I don't know. I'm happy for them. I got Spotify Premium. I'm not complaining. I'm just wor- I'm a little
3: worried about the writers' jobs. Oh yeah, they're no, they're yeah. toast. But it's also. A- I don't think Spotify at this point is known for necessarily gutting things. I mean, I would be very nervous if I were a writer and not a podcaster there, which is unfortunate because they, they seem like they employ a lot of people. Uh, but if you look at kind of how the website looks, I would say, that almost in itself made it seem like it was not – Sustainable? No, I mean I don't know if it's not sustainable, but it just seems like they they you know they put it on medium, and Mm -hmm. considering how Grantland was just
0: you know a beautiful website, absolutely. But I guess they didn't have font. It's also not a Dave Eggers. It's not even like (laughs) it's not even a reflection of them as it is. I feel like a reflection of us. Like I used to go to Grantland to read. I used to go to these places. And take your time in the middle of the day to like spend thirty minutes to an hour, and that's just not how anyone consumes anything anymore.
3: Yeah, and I think that's probably they probably were at the forefront of you know if we're if people are getting to this via links on Twitter anyway, why why are we yeah, why bothering are we? on design and footnotes and yeah?
0: I feel good about it. I don't know. Good for them. Get Look, their I money. Just, I just want
3: them to get paid.
0: That's I just all. Hope the writers yeah, can, I hope yeah. everyone else gets paid, too. Yeah. Uh, that,
2: I'm sure Spotify will keep, you know, NBA desktop going because they do video content. Spotify
0: then, p- spent $400 million on podcasting in 2019. Yeah. So, I mean, they
2: bought Gimlet, and that's been a big win for them.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm sure they're just yes, going to keep about spending. The
2: business of podcasting. They should, Here so we are, guys. You
1: mean to tell me nobody's going to stop podcasting?
2: I
0: would love it if they did.
1: this is the Honestly. rest of our lives. this is it, man
2: this is it. okay
1: I just did what, what feel else like, you got going on? Didn't it feel like this year everybody woke up and was embarrassed they had a podcast. Am I tripping?
2: No, you're right everyone I feel like like having a podcast became like a one of those like jokes that everyone made uh, uh-huh. yeah,
1: yeah, oh God, I got a little bit oh,
2: sorry of to say I have a podcast, but like, it's also yeah,
0: it's only a joke if you make it like. I mean, everyone at this table still, like, does all the damn work and, like, enjoys it. So I feel like the vibe of also, like, kind of cracking at yourself or other people's podcast is also just, like, I don't know. It feels a little backwards. Yeah,
1: guess what? Hollywood, what if podcasts are good? Yeah. Also, like, good well,
0: Hollywood thinks that
2: so, because every celebrity is getting a podcast yeah, now. How about
1: yeah. what they have, two? Why don't they have two? Get another one.
0: How I many you've got three, Jamel.
1: I got nine. <laughs> yeah, this is a po- this is
0: a podcast about podcasts, man. Let's go. Yeah. Let's do it. I got one, this is, one this is the I Richard Deitch of uh of it, podcasting right now. Uh
2: just uh. to spin off the ringer here real quick, I just want to highlight um I have been loving how Kevin O'Connor, um whom I love and think is a great writer and, and good analyst, uh has just Weirdly, been inserting Ben Simmons slander into every like non-related. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a weird <laughs> troll thing.
3: Yeah, um, I mean, I think it, it feels like people didn't buy into his he shoots
2: with the wrong hand theory, and that deeply hurt him. Yeah. Jeff N. Gundy, I think, openly talks about that, though, now on, like, broadcasts. Amazing. but uh, Listen, if Tristan yeah, like, Thompson
0: he, can do it, so can you, Ben. Brandon Ingram,
2: right? like, dropped 49 the other night. And, like, Kevin O'Connor, like, was, like – Brandon Ingram is, like – it's like, like I've written before, like a great offensive player who's butting into a star. He should be an all-star, unlike Ben Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? I mean, he called what? Brandon Ingram what?
3: a top 20 player in the NBA recently? Like, yeah, oh, everybody, like maybe, who maybe, who knows? But, yeah. Uh, I also just enjoy that The Ringer has such phenomenal uh, drama club energy all the time. Yeah. Where it is a lot of talented people, but also uh, everybody's in these poorly produced... Videos they shoot around the office. It is
0: surprising how much I feel like their videos look like the videos I was making ten years ago when I came out here and was like recording sound with iPhone in someone's pocket and Uh then like putting it together on iMovie. And they're
3: they're literally on
0: uh, a studio lot that where those offices are. Right, right. Just like you know, provide a tiny bit of production support before you get bought for. A hundred million dollars. Third you know? off,
1: Kevin O'Connor owes me a fucking uh, one-on-one game himself for all that goddamn blow up the Wizards bullshit from oh. this summer. Now everybody thinks we're adorable. Come fucking fight me, bro! <laughs> Hold on. Get out yeah. of here, dude. Put it, down no. the
2: fucking guitar. It, stop shredding for a moment and come play Jamal. Come Listen, play me.
0: Speaking of other nuts like, up tech companies doing reporting, Bradley Beal, per the Athletic, fucking done with your boys. I mean, sure. Are you like let's? We could talk about your come to Jesus moment too. We got to move I, this guy. I said
1: three weeks ago he's done. He's done. The way the team plays without him shows me that he's done. It's crazy how he's much better they done. are without him. It's I just I don't know. I wonder, don't know what to say.
2: Look, we've got an Embiid problem up in Philadelphia. As long as we you've get got the a Beal problem down in D.C. Uh, didn't I say? Is
0: this a train trade right now?
2: Didn't are I? You guys say, doing a train trade?
1: Didn't yeah. I say Beal for Embiid three weeks ago?
2: Well, I think No I think we said Beal for Simmons last Oh cause ago. that was What it was yeah. But yeah uh, Now you know Look Embiid he's,
1: I'll take him Thomas he's, Bryan He's charismatic He's whack <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Bryan is Fucking whack He is young Fucking Nay Nay Can we get Kevin Love In this trade he's Just missing, so I can feel included He's please? missing somebody... The same exact Mid range jumpers <laughs> I feel like I'm watching Fucking uh, 2012 Oh it's all It's happening again
0: Kevin Love will happily stand in the corner for Ben Simmons to just run around in the paint. He's happy to do that.
2: All right. Yeah, let's get another power forward. Listen, (laughs) that's Elton Brand vibe right there. Somebody
1: just give us a couple first-round picks and you can have him. It's all yours. We just need the picks. Elton
2: Brand, hit us up. Uh,
1: We've got some good ideas for you. And Ben, look, shoot whenever you're ready. The thing that I've been thinking about, you know him not shooting – you ever like? You ever have a girl ask you to do something in bed that you don't really want to do, so that you just don't do it, and then you act Go like you on. and you act like you didn't hear her.
0: Go on.
1: You know no, I'm, I'm pretty game
0: for
2: whatever.
1: So oh, yeah, for, I forgot you're Mr. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot you're Mr. Freaky, Bring it full circle. Clearly, freak boy. Uh,
0: the better sexer, Mike Benner. That's true. But yeah, are
3: you? But you're saying that eventually you come around to it.
1: Eventually you're gonna have to, or you're gonna have to. Something has to give. But it's on his time. He's still afraid. Let him work it out. Right.
2: He doesn't feel the trust there. He doesn't want to put a belt around his neck yet. Because,
4: yeah. Because dude, he, he doesn't like, trust
1: you're gonna release it. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that the
3: kinkiest <laughs> thing Ben Simmons can imagine is taking like an 18 footer. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. He,
1: he's like, this is risque. I can't. <laughs> What if my friends find I out? I just met this team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are gonna film this. I don't. <laughs> I heard Ben shot a fucking mid-range jumper the other day. What?
2: Guys, this uh, this next topic I feel like is pretty uh, on-brand for the Airbuds. Tristan Thompson the other night uh, was ejected from a game for
0: slapping his old teammate's butt.
1: That's not fair.
0: I'm going to say something. The videos out there, it was like a little aggressive, but also like clearly something you would only do to someone that you have a very close relationship with. And refs been fucking up. This actually reminded me of the first thing I thought of was when that ref gave Kemba like two technicals immediately for just like being upset. And I feel like it felt like I don't know who the ref was, but I'm going to bet they had less than five years experience because... Refs know should be, like, veteran refs know if someone has a T. It is always on their mind Uh who has a technical, so I'm being careful if I'm giving them a second technical. And I think the ref gave him a technical and then realized what happened, and they just, to save face, is like, yeah, you're out. I can't. Yeah. Because it was dumb as hell. It's like...
2: (sighs) Well, to be fair, okay, so it was against Memphis. The old teammate was Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder kind of acted like, what the fuck, bro? Like, he... Overreacted in a way that I feel like made the ref maybe think that like Tristan did a little more than just slap his butt. I don't know. But
3: who, whoever slaps an adult's ass in anger, I can't remember that. Yeah, ever that's not a thing. Happening. I mean, like,
0: I, I, see, I I saw Crowder's reaction being just surprised. I think you know you do something with a friend and you're on a wavelength and they're not noticing or something like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's more than a, like him being like, we're actually gonna fight. Because first of all, uh who actually wants to fight Jay Crowder? Nobody. That's it's like that's like I mean one... like fate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> other than that. That's like one degree away from saying you want to fight Patrick Beverly. Right. Like, yeah. I that was it was sad. The Cavs season is sad.
3: Jay Crowder, man, he do you you saw when he um announced his rejected marriage proposal on twitter right whoa no <laughs> he just tweeted something like uh gonna gonna pop the question and then 45 minutes later it was like she said no <laughs> Sad cons
1: oh my yeah, I'd god that's that amazing <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts also let us not forget my lord and savior john wall did smack jay crowder in the face um, I think the, for the world for the world to see. The, the well, real real's not coming back this year, right? The real, lead, uh, the real lead of this story. They're acting like he is, but I don't know. I, I don't, mean, it's doubtful.
0: If who, they trade Beal, maybe. Who saw Memphis being the number one league pass team? Not me. That's for
2: sure. I mean, nobody knew that Ja Morant was going to be like a transcendent rookie. I don't. <laughs> know.
1: Well, you're just worried when you see his dad come out in a big ass uh, mobster <laughs> get up. Yeah. yeah. But, and Brandon yeah.
0: Clark, super, like, maybe fifth-best rookie. They got it, like, the 20th pick or something. Yeah. Turned out, oh, just, like, a really good, tall, athletic guy from Gonzaga is going to be fine. Yeah. And Jay jack Jr. now also turns out, like, that's fucking some real-ass shit right there.
3: I got to say, it
0: that is a, that team
3: is a uh, real indictment of college recruiting that, you know, John, they're two stud rookies – are from uh, a guy who started at San Jose State and a guy who went to Murray State. Like, like no, no, none of these college coaches could catch this.
1: Well, that's just what it is now. Yeah. You know, the mid tier guys are really eating. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, what? What am I going to do? Go to Kentucky? There's already 58 guards yeah. in the roster there. <laughs> Fucking Tyler. Tyler there?
0: Hero couldn't get any shine at Kentucky. Right. And it's like. <laughs> Well, maybe with Kendrick and like God, yeah. Rookies are tight this year. What am
1: I going to do? Go to Syracuse? Seriously? Run the fucking zone? Yeah. Run the fucking zone while Jim Boeheim has Alzheimer's? (laughs) No. Yeah. The triangle of defenses up there scoring thirty-six points
0: a game like it's nineteen forty-seven.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What am I going to do? Get him a dumbass meal plan?
3: (laughs) This is the point where where schools like I mean the guy who's at USC now, but who was able to build. Almost a powerhouse at Florida Gulf Coast University. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm sure you just say, "Look, like, look, we're going to run. The school's literally on the beach. That's why Michigan yeah. doesn't matter. Like, we'll make the tournament because yeah. we're going to win. Yeah, we're going to give su- you the, the ball. The, the Southeast Conference yeah. of yeah, the yeah, Sun.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: That yeah. sounds pretty pagan.
0: Yeah. This welcome to the Southeast Conference of the Sun.
2: <laughs> I'll be honest, I tuned out with all Us. the college talk and for a minute. Georgia State uh, Southern University. But Conference of the Sun got me in. I You're was in? Like, He's back. Like, welcome yeah. back, baby. It sounds like a cult that I like I'm interested in yeah. joining. Well, it starts oh, yeah. on the beach. Yeah.
0: Uh, and you start with sun salutations in the morning. Oh, right I'm into a, a basketball orgy. I was hoping for some kind every
3: of firepower. Fifth game, every fifth game is slam ball. That's right. Yeah.
1: Oh, we Shouts out to Cheese Myers. Uh, we were slam tex- ball legend. <laughs> Philly in the building, <laughs> Cheese Myers. The only
0: thing I think of, the only image that rushes to my brain when anyone says slam ball is Ooh. that dude's ankle just dangling off oh, of his yeah, leg. No, no, no. That no. is. I, that's At the only the, thing I think of. Let's move on. I can't. <laughs> Please, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> Guys, I can't help it. Everyone's a slam ball, and I just like have this Vietnam-style flashback <laughs> to watching Spike TV and being like, oh, this league is over now. Got it. Okay.
2: I feel like right now the league, it's just dying for a trade. People are just thirsty for some kind of trade action. Guys, we got a little trade action. The Portland Trailblazers. We got a just-the-tip trade action. Traded Kent Bazemore to the Sacramento Kings for uh, Trevor Ariza. Uh, does this... Satisfy anyone's trade
1: thirst. Uh, Well, uh, somebody had to go. I just, I'm just, i excited to see Portland do anything, and it seems like the right move. I, I mean, it's a huge – I'm
0: so glad to see not have to watch Baysmore when I watch the Blood Blazers anymore.
1: Well, that's true because when he's out there, it's like, what is he up to? He's just catching two fouls in a row. Yeah, yeah. Every time he's out just there. Just
0: underperforming to his potential for the last decade. So at
1: least you have – if you're going to have a dude who can't really score – at least have him be able to play defense right.
0: Ariza's is just going to be excited not to be in Sacramento. Be yeah,
3: like. yeah. I mean, I think the cities are actually a little more similar than people want to admit. But uh Ooh. well, just just it's Sacramento's a little little better of a city.
0: Oh, I don't think the city necessarily more than, like, the organization. Oh, yeah.
3: Well, I think Trevor Ariza, though, he retired after uh, Game (laughs) 6 of the 2018 Western Conference Finals. Went out and – I think he missed, like, 11 threes in that game, uh, in Game 7. And then he has not been – there are some amazing clips of Trevor Ariza fake hustle this year where he'll, (laughs) like, act like he's going for a steal in the backcourt – and then just
0: sort of like slowly jog into defensive position for the rest. I feel of like it. anyone who's not a on their rookie contract for the Kings is only giving fake hustle. Yeah, that is the organization of fake hustle. But,
2: but I mean, it's man. like also fun that the two kings of fake hustle are now on the same team and Hassan Whiteside and
1: Trevor Ariza. Oh Marisa. yeah, like I mean, I, he uh, he had a good post though. Hassan had a good one after he. Uh, uh, I think everybody was on uh Shea Gildress for going twenty and twenty and he was like, uh, just a reminder, I had the first twenty twenty game of the year and then he tagged Barbara Walters. <laughs> <laughs> this is this All is right. the year of Barbara. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty
3: good. Um yeah, Anthony Tolliver returning to the place he had the his homeland? Most success yeah. from when came. Yeah. I don't I mean I guess Vladi Divac seems like he has sort of a very vague understanding of the salary cap.
0: Seems like he has a vague understanding of his own responsibilities, like on the salary cap. Because it seems
3: like they they gave Trevor Reza $12 million and then essentially are buying two future second-round picks for $20 million, basically, as a result of this.
4: I think. Yeah.
0: I also saw Woj say that they were trying to like train to trade Dwayne Dedman after in the first year of his yes, forty yes, million. I was yes. like, "What are we doing, guys?" Yeah. yeah. What well, are we he doing? Actually, he actually demanded the trade. I don't blame, and they you blame him. him. Yeah. I mean, it's
4: it's he did, he nuts how badly it, yeah. they
3: did. I mean, they spent something like $40 million this summer, and it was on. Oh, no, it was way more than that. I'm sorry. Because they S- gave Harrison Barnes a, a, a contract extension. <laughs> Dwayne Dedman— I think Corey Joseph got $12 million. I think it was about that, yeah. If
0: Adam Silver is going to break up Sam Hinkie in the process, like. This, there are this. other teams that,
2: that, that need more, like the Knicks and the Kings. Like, yes, why is that's he what not forcing a Calangelo on them? Let's put a Calangelo in the in Sacramento right now.
3: Vlad didn't draft Luka Doncic because I, he thought his father
0: was weak when he met him 20 years ago. <laughs> it's
3: just crazy. Yeah. People
0: deserve better. People who even just know who the Kings are yeah, they tangentially a, deserve
1: better. The Kings
3: better. have really good fans. They're devoted. I know. Uh they'll support
1: a winner. They got them damn cowbells. Look, it's not.
4: I understand I that wish the it was, the
3: nightlife scene in Sacramento was probably lacking, but yeah, you want to be That's probably important. the
0: case for most
2: of the NBA cities. Cowbell right.
0: Cam is a top five Cam yeah. on uh, on the league. I like, always think about the jumbotron.
2: The I think it was the 2000 Western Conference Finals. Uh, there was a moment, and this was back when Sacramento played in like essentially like a slightly upgraded like high school fieldhouse. Yeah. And uh, people that like had courtside seats were just like straight up fucking hicks. (laughs) And there was a moment when Bobby Jackson was going for a loose ball and fell into the crowd and landed on this woman's lap. And this woman takes his head and kisses it (laughs) and then turns to the camera and smiles and she's missing a front. (laughs) i like, I fucking love that i love that sacramento has that fan base i love that like it's like probably one of the only like even though they they play in a more upgraded arena now like it's probably still the most blue collar kind of fan base and them in okc right maybe and memphis probably too yeah i mean it's a big city but still I mean new orleans also but it's like it's up there you know i want them i want them they deserve better i think that city deserves better than what vladi (laughs) diva gives them I will say Ken Bazemore
3: has always been a Sacramento King waiting to happen. <laughs> so I'm just glad I'm glad he finally achieved his destiny. Any dude who was—he's is is like the Walter White meth of yeah. the Sacramento Kings. It's he'd like wear the he'd, guy like wearing sweats under his uniform. That is—that's some real Sacramento energy.
2: The name feels like a Sacramento King. Too. Oh yeah, Ken Bazemore sounds like yeah. I don't know Scott he'd, Pollard It has like the same kind of ring to it.
3: He seems like somebody that would. Uh, Get convicted like an assemblyman who gets convicted of taking bribes too. Like, oh, Ken Besmore, the the Democrat from <laughs>
4: the Fresno, yeah, who yeah. was up in Sacramento and got arrested today. He's got like an
3: aide that
2: mysteriously disappeared. <laughs> yeah.
3: Ken Besmore,
2: his friends' houses are just getting decks built on them. <laughs> We have one more topic to talk about before we get out of here. Uh, and it might be a doozy. It might not be. I feel like I have thoughts on it. But Kyrie uh, Irving recently returned to the Brooklyn mm. Nets uh, from a mysterious uh, two-month-long injury. Uh-huh. Yes, um, yes, yes, yeah, it went yes. from about
0: to have surgery to I'm back, nothing happened. Right.
4: Yeah. Uh, Guys, I have some ideas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it was – who were they playing when he kind of – I don't know. They, the, I don't know. The They've Nets been losing to fucking someone. everyone since he came back. Uh, post-game scrum, reporters are asking him about, you know, what's the team missing. He kind of goes on a long, rambling thing, as Kyrie does, in which he says that, like, me and KD, and he lists, like, five or six other players, like, we need more help. Uh, I feel like there was a mini, like, uproar on NBA Twitter and, and NBA social media in general where Kyrie, like, people were like, Kyrie's throwing his teammates under the bus. How do we feel about this?
1: I mean, yeah. That's exactly how I feel. Just because how he worked. He said that it's clear that they need more help. Uh And he didn't mention the fact that they've got Durant in a suit. Really. He was named, (laughs) but he wasn't like, oh, we are immediately better. on the court. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't. I needed him to say, yeah, come on, guys. Our best player is inactive yeah. for the entire me, season.
0: Not the leader or best player of this team. Who also the most annoying thing about his statement too is he just named everyone's initials. And you know, Kyrie is the dude who like no one uses initials on that team. Like no one's calling Garrett
2: Temple GT. Yeah. Oh, what up, know. GT?
0: Says nobody except Kyrie and Garrett Temple's like. What the
2: fuck, man? Don't you GT don't even could play. Be like a Like maybe that's a good nickname. GT,
1: are you with me? Yeah. GT, I think might be it.
2: But, like, it would, Kyrie would call you SK. And, like, no yeah. offense, but, like, SK
0: is, like, not the greatest
1: no, selling it's initial a, it's not, combo. No, no, yeah.
0: it's, it doesn't match. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: It just seemed off. Like, he was trying to be extra honest for no reason.
0: It feels like he's only trying to be a leader by, by like, looking and seeing what other people do without actually putting in any, like having any actual interpersonal relationships with anyone or like what it like the effect has when he's clearly just taking off two months and then comes back and is like, all right guys, so as like obviously like the leader of this team who's just catching L's constantly. Yeah. <laughs> Exhausting. Don't it's- call it, don't call it, don't use initials, bro. You don't know people's names. You just looked at the box score and you were like G T D D M E G A. <laughs>
3: It's so crazy who he considers the core to be, too, because it makes sense. He's like, all right, me, Kevin Durant, Spencer Dinwiddie, Caris LeVert, and then he adds DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, dude. Who's Garrett your friend? <laughs> and then it's yeah, like, oh, like so. He
2: has, I mean, he essentially recruited. He was like, me and KD are not signing unless DeAndre Jordan comes. Yes. So, like, he had to. He, if, it's like. Well, you know, and he wants Dinwiddie he out, mention-
3: but Dinwiddie's just playing too yeah. well, so he has to list him. But. Yeah. Yes, imagine you're Jared Allen or Joe Harris listening to that. But, But like, well, I guess I should
2: pack. (laughs) Here's (laughs) the thing, though. Like, here's my take on it. I'm not a big Kyrie fan in general. Uh Um, I, like, I'm not going to defend him as a player or whatever. Like, I do think it's weird as hell that he just decided to take a two-month-long, like, break from playing basketball with, like, a fake injury. That sucks. But I hate these moments where... Players come off a game, it's a a loss, they just played 40 minutes or whatever, they're sweaty, they barely have time to, like, uh, process what happens, and then we give them 20 reporters standing around them asking them questions, questions that are like, do you guys need more help? And then he starts talking, yeah, we need more help. And then, just because he, like, maybe in the heat of the moment didn't list all 15 of his teammates, where, like, whoever he didn't mention, he hates and we're just creating this narrative around it. Like we don't really know uh, he, if Kyrie the, hates Sean. Or the Spencer dudes anybody.
1: he mentioned he hates the most, <laughs> I think, is actually. <laughs> but what's whatever, going we're on.
2: reading into it either way. And it's just like no, it's just like I. It's like I remember when a reporter, like point play, like asked LeBron, like, "Would you want to play with Anthony Davis?" And, and Le- LeBron responded, like, "Yes, he's a great player. I would love to play with Anthony Davis." And then everyone was like, "I can't believe LeBron said that." And it's like. What is he supposed to say there? Like, it's, I don't know. Like, I think
0: that you can be right and Kyrie can be a dodo bird at the same time. I think that, like, sure, like, the NBA creates a ton of, or the media creates a ton of narrative and just feeds the Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless fuck machinery of, like, stupid narratives. But also, like, Kyrie is a fucking dodo bird, man. Why would you? I agree with you. He is the dude who walks in after, like, telling everyone he was, like, I don't know on like paternity leave but was like instagramming like shots from the bahamas and uses initials for everyone yeah. he comes back and he's like all right guys so we're all a team we're all really getting together fuck everyone in the bullpen over there let's just bring the executive yeah, it's in. one of
1: the reasons we accept bullshit responses from athletes because we know we're we're coming at you at a real inopportune time you just got done doing some shit you're super gassed so yeah give us that stop give us the answer. bullshit, give us give the us bullshit, bullshit. There. we needed the bullshit yeah. there
2: I agree. He should have said bullshit, but I feel like it's not. It's maybe it's not like a binary thing where it's like it's either he's saying bullshit or he's he's trashing his whole team. I think he he is a dodo bird. He is he does ramble, and I think he just maybe. Didn't give a great thought-out answer, and we're all reading into it as if he's like trashing. I, yeah, his but team. the the yeah. there was the, a the Boston extended answer. It was, it was is a, is rambling because he's yeah. a dumb idiot. Well, and, and and yeah. I mean they have
3: a special area for him to do a couple lines after each game. I think right. And <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. who has yeah. more cocaine energy than Kyrie oh, Irving? Oh he has like Kyle
0: Lowry the god! Yeah. Oh my god! No, that was <laughs> the fucking Molly energy, dude. <laughs> I don't know what they put in his Gatorade. Also, Kyrie has like all of the Boston experience. We're all like. Ugh, like, doesn't show up to the playoff games. Uh-huh. Like, even when he's hurt, like, everybody fucking hates him. I, I, like, the only person who makes me, like, like Marcus Smart basically was like the energy that he gave off wow. in Boston.
1: Yeah, I just.
2: The kickups didn't help you like Marcus Smart? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I just don't know why all he had to say was fucking, yeah, we, we need Kevin Durant. Who is here and yeah, unavailable? That's, it. that's all you gotta say.
0: Kevin's hurt, but we're doing our best.
3: And also, yeah. happy we're, to be back. we're probably gonna would still be the make the playoffs because we're in the East. Yeah, yeah. and we're, we're still the, gonna be the we're the fucking
1: yeah. six seed. Yeah. Calm down.
3: Yeah, like like who it, as as dysfunctional as they might be, I still wouldn't want to play that team in the playoffs, assuming Kyrie is present. If you want the if playoffs. they wanna
4: send
1: a Spencer Dinwiddie for Brad <laughs> and seven second round picks to hey <laughs> Who am I to stop him? I, what, think, what, do think what made
3: you go out on Beal? He got hurt, and the team kept thrive. Well, it was
1: just—it's just, it's just cl- like the writing was on the wall. Like he was just going to be endlessly frustrated, and he was never going to truly give us everything he had. So even, he knows he can get out.
3: Oh, because he has the escape in two years. He's
1: got something. the. It's just like not. It was just whatever. We're, and even if he does play well, what's the point? We're not making the playoffs. It was just really just the realization that we have some fun stuff to watch and we're not making playoffs. You got to get rid of them while you can still get something. Yeah. You don't want to be one of them teams left holding the fucking bag.
2: Does Spencer Dinwiddie's weird Bitcoin contract <laughs> make him untradeable in some ways? Oh, well, yeah, because yeah. everybody doesn't have Bitcoin. No worse you have than to have, man. like, yeah. it's
1: a
0: crazy, the amount of SEC filings
1: <laughs> and paperwork you have <laughs> to <laughs> do
0: for that. Yeah, you can only, like, like trade his contract on the Canadian stock exchange. Yeah, the GM has
3: to actually pass his broker's exam <laughs> before you can trade for Spencer Dinwiddie, so it's
2: rough. Uh, guys, we should wrap this up. Well, uh, Sean is there anything you want to plug anything you want to talk about before we get out of here Uh
3: yeah well come to Podstar weekend can yeah. uh, check out the Roundball Rock podcast I also have a I, I do have a second secret podcast Let's go that's what it's we're so, talking it, about it, It's super it's it's very niche We are it's, pod go. we are pod positive on this podcast uh, it's with yeah. a guy named Richie Molyneux. and he uh the the podcast it's about uh analyzing the meanings of songs and it's called uh heroin, butt sex, Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Yep. which are the three things that uh, Most songs, songs are, are written about. about the heroin. And so each each episode, we take two or three songs, we figure out which one of those is sure. About. Nice. And I wow. believe you can follow it on Twitter at, at H-B-S-L-O-T-R.
1: <laughs> Surprisingly, a lot of DMX about yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You didn't see that coming. Yeah. It's dark as hell is hot. That's all yeah. about... Frodo in them. It's
3: Frodo, yeah,
0: yeah Mount Doom. <laughs>
4: it's Frodo.
2: I, I feel you Nice. Uh Peter, you got anything you want to plug?
0: Podstarweekend.com, Podstarweekend.com, podstarweekend.com and our Patreon.
2: patreon.com dot com slash Airbus anything you want to plug any shows coming
1: up? Uh just shows all over, uh Broccolihouse.com, uh all the stuff, uh Podstar Weekend. Uh shout out to my man who did throw out his back uh doing that dab uh hope you're feeling better uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah what's up sean hemp 420 who we yeah, met yeah.
0: live at the clippers game um yeah. great video pod last week that benner put together definitely incentive to get on that vibe also again if you pay us 1700 dollars on patreon we will fly you out to la and do drugs with you
2: it's true. True. Uh, Airbuds Pod on all social media at podstarweekend.com. Get your tickets. Uh, they are selling faster than we anticipated. Surprise! Yeah, surprise. We are all genuinely
0: surprised at how well they're doing. Yeah. Uh, so,
2: yeah, we love you guys. Bye.